You are listening to the Venture Scale SaaS Operator, the podcast where we interview founders who are actually in the trenches. We talk about the transparent journey of how they build their SaaS companies, how they grow them, and what they would do differently if they would do it all over. Hey folks, with us today, Petro Gutierrez, founder of AVFi. Super happy to have you. Thank you so much, Nicholas, for having me here. Uh, so excited for participating in this space. Awesome. Let's dive right in. Which problem does AVFi solve? Well, to give you context, uh, I'm from Costa Rica. We live in Latin America. I'm based right now in Mexico City. And one of the big things that is happening in Latin America and other specific um, parts of the world is that WhatsApp is the new way to make commerce, right? It's the new social commerce wave and the conversational commerce is very, very hard. Uh, there is a lot of different challenges along how people pay, how people like to order. All the, all the consumer trends are very specific and, 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 and merchants, they have a big challenge to have everything in order, right? So what we do is we connect the inventory directly to WhatsApp uh, that way the merchant can update the items available in online stores and physical stores in real time. So we help them to have 360 traceability of the inventory and they can connect um, delivery services, payment gateways and invoicing systems so they can automate every single step that they do manually regularly. Because what we uh, have found in the different interviews we have done is people that they are moving all the conversations from their CRM because there is a lot of different CRMs for WhatsApp, Instagram, Messenger. But what they told us is like, yeah, as soon as I make all the, the, the deal, I need to move that information to an Excel spreadsheet, then go to my shop. If I update that, then do my invoicing, do the delivery shipping uh, label. So it's a complex situation for mer merchants that are growing. And we found that even corporations, they are suffering exactly the same. They have a specific department calling everyday customers that, hey, sorry, um, the item that you bought yesterday is, is not available. We, are, we, we didn't update the e-commerce, <laughs> so so sorry for that. So they are doing all the reimbursements. So that's what Abify does. It's an omnichannel inventory manager, and the future of the commerce is uh, what we are creating right now. Interesting. So then are most of your customers based in Latin America, or how are you spread internationally? Well, the story is that we started in Costa Rica because we, we used to be a software agency and we started uh, fighting this pain. And most of our customers are in Costa Rica. Then we moved to, to Mexico last year. Uh, we got accepted by 500 Startups Accelerator. So we came to Mexico. And what we found is that here, um, the small and medium businesses are bigger than the Costa Rican small and medium businesses. It's different. We are only 5 million people in Costa Rica. So right now we are focusing on how can we validate product in Mexico, in Costa Rica, and other countries like Colombia or Ecuador or Venezuela, where we have some partners uh, interested in distribution of our product because they have a lot of customers and they are requesting this kind of systems, but it's so, so expensive for them. So it's like, no, my customer is not going to pay 50 grand for developing this platform. So it's better if I can help help them uh, using your product and we can make a distribution uh, system. So right now we are working on Latin America, but the idea is that we can expand this to the rest of the world. I mean, every place there is an inventory, Abify must be there to provide traceability. Yeah. 
And then how, how big are those e-commerce when they start having that, having that pain? I guess if it was like a, a tiny store someone runs on the side, it's likely not a problem. But is it already if people are like two, three people full time running their e-commerce business? Or, or when does that pain actually start? Most of the times they start suffering as soon as they are making $10,000 a month, which is probably 300 to 500 orders per month in three, four, five different channels is starting uh, to be a mess for merchants. So that's exactly the minimal um, viable customer we attend uh, because it's where when they are definitely suffering this pain. If you need to hire the right developers and ship fast, then React Squad is for you. A boutique agency that specializes in React and only works with fast growth startups. Get a 14-day risk-free trial and a transparent price of $95 per hour. Visit reactsquad.io to learn more. And then how just to, to set, the, set the stage for the rest of the conversation, can you share either how many customers you have or what's roughly your revenue right now? Yeah, it was um, last year we started with a different pricing. It was a beta pricing. We started charging 29 bucks a month. And after several minutes with investors and different customers, it's like, hey guys, you're gonna need like thousands and thousands of customers if you want to make like a million dollar ARR at least. So we started in, um, investigating who is the best fit for us because all these tiny merchants, they were dying. Every four months it's like, hey guys, sorry, I'm not making it possible, I'm, I'm gonna close. So we started talking with different customers, but the technology was not ready in that moment. So we were trying to just upsell, upsell, upsell. And as soon as we had the first version pretty stable around the third quarter last year, we increased the price third times, like uh, three times, like from 29 to 99 bucks, at least the basic one. And um, in that moment, we had very, very tough conversations with a lot of customers like, hey guys, we are increasing our pricing. We need to focus on people that is really uh, growing and they are investing in digitalization. So we passed uh, to have 126 customers to have 50 at the end of the, of the year. But we were making more money with pretty stable customers. So right now we are back on the 100 customers and making around 15 grand per month, which is uh, probably 100,000 uh, a year, something like that. Interesting. I think that's, I would love to dig into that because I think a lot of founders are in this situation. They started too low. They know they are too cheap, but they're afraid to make that because emotionally, I guess, losing half your customers is like a tough thing. So can you lead us through how you managed to make the decision also to get the team behind that decision? Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a very tough time last year. Definitely was something that we, um, I remember we were like only, we, we had two or three months of cash in our bank and, and we said like, hey guys, if, if we don't start charging more, uh, it's going to be so hard for us to grow. Investors are not moving money right now because of the BC winter. So we need to get traction. Uh, so what is the plan to find break even as soon as possible in the next six, seven months? We, we, we said that in November, December. And uh, the process was totally manual. Like I had a conversation with every single customer and we first made a first move to from 29 bucks to 49 bucks. Uh, we lost some customers in that change, but it was like, okay, we need to stop uh, worrying about these very, very tiny customers. So let's start with 
with the rest. And we started like doing this analysis and filter of who is really a, a brand that is right now growing, that is investing because we control the channels. We have analytics so we can say, yeah, yeah, this, this brand is working. And we have um, uh, the first announcement was that we were not no longer providing the e-commerce with our technology. Because at the beginning, it was a very basic catalog because we wanted to control that channel as well. But as soon as we get more customers with a different structure, they said, hey guys, I would love to customize my e-commerce. What can you offer me to customize these and these and this? And that moment it was like, hey guys, we are very focused on synchronization, um, inventory traceability, so we cannot focus our efforts on e-commerce. So what we did was uh, we told them, okay, guys, we're not going to provide any more support to this store from the we're providing, but if you increase your pricing to 99 bucks, which is the new price we are starting in 2023, we're going to give you a WordPress free e-commerce. So we created this generator of templates with a basic structure that is really, really good for an e-commerce platform, I mean, for an e-commerce uh, store. And we provide them a very good guideline how they can edit this and that. And we provide it with Elementor, which is very easy. It's like edit PowerPoint, right? Um, we told them like, hey, we're going to have the, the server the first three months. And after that, you need to pay your own server. We're going to help you. We made a partnership with SiteGround and we started like providing all these guys the storefront. And they were like, oh my God, this is so great. I have a new domain. And then... When you have an, uh, an e-commerce store, it's not guaranteed that you're going to have sales. It's not like, all right, it's done. It's, I'm going to sell a lot, right? It's like, okay, what do you need right now, now that you have a WordPress e-commerce connected to our system? Uh, well, you need probably pixels. You need to know about SEO. You need about uh, Google Analytics, how to measure all the channels and acquisition. So part of this increasing of the price is like, hey, guys, as soon as we have the rest of the features ready, which is WhatsApp integrated and all these things, we are going to provide you uh, all the knowledge to know how to run this e-commerce. So on change of the money they were upgrading, uh, we started doing consulting again for the first three months of this year, uh, but it helped us to start growing 20% month over month. So at the beginning, we, what we said is like, okay, probably we need to just do things that don't scale again, right? But if we are making more money with less customers, we can focus our efforts, provide them, uh, provide them the best um, solution, like 360 solution. And as soon as we started doing that, they increased the amount of money they were uh, processing. And then they started doing like, hey guys, can you help me with this future in Abify? Do you have a new report on this? Can you add a new button for this? So they started interacting more with the, with the tool. And even with that, uh, we found customers that they were willing to pay more. We have another subscription, which is 149 bucks, uh, that they tell, told us like, well, if you're going to help me with this model and this model, I can definitely pay you more. And as soon as we did that, it was a jump of faith. I need to be honest. The first month, we increased our revenue 30%, and it was like, okay, guys, this is working. We need to put our hands uh, um, on, on, on the field and help these guys to have better ads, everything. Um, but as soon as we started um, chasing this kind of customer, like people that they don't do e-commerce uh, yet, but they have a lot of uh, sales already, um, the sales cycle uh, is, is longer now because they are bigger. 
But definitely once they are into the system, they pay an annual payment. Uh, they really want us to help them to have everything together. And the onboarding takes us like two days. I mean, we can give you an e-commerce in WordPress totally connected to Abify and WhatsApp in two days. And if you have a physical store as well, you can use us uh, as a POS because we have the POS uh, model as well. So uh, the customer definitely finds value in the first week and they are automating a lot of shipping labels, which is a big, big pain for customers selling in true conversations. So we found that definitely we have a winner product here. We have a great value proposition and people is trying to reach us because it's like, hey, I have a friend working with you and he told me that he's selling a lot. And he has everything together and he's automated. So how can I work with you? So uh, from 10 customers right now, six or seven are coming from referral, which is very That's good. impressive. So definitely we were about to die last year and we did <laughs> this job of faith. And we said like, hey guys, it's, it's just, it's another experiment. Let's do it. I mean, we need to do it. So we reduced our, our headcount from, we were 14 to six people at the beginning of the year so we can extend our our cash flow and right now we are eight but we are growing definitely in a different pace like very very um like faster than last year with less people with better customers so definitely it's a roller coaster but once you understand that everything is about what the customers need and you talk with them every day every day every day hey what else you need do you need it doesn't matter if your if your tool is already doing it or not, and it's or or it's just something like, hey, let's jump on a call and I can help you figure out how to unblock this. Uh, they feel that you are definitely providing value, and it's just a matter of time when you can create a system to automate that and just don't you don't do meetings or this kind of thing. So just have a self onboarding system. So that's what we are building right now, like the best self of onboarding system and. The multi-inventory and multi-commerce model, which is we found in Mexico people that they have 10 Shopify's or Whoa. five WordPress. And it's like, yeah, I have three business, uh, but it's only one inventory. So if you can connect all of them to this system, that would be awesome. I can pay you more. If you can help me to see what do I have in this dark store and in this warehouse, and I can see all the traceability between every single point, I can definitely pay you more. So that's a good signal that we are chasing the right uh, market. And right now we are focusing on fashion, cosmetics, accessories. So we are going to be the winner on that segment. And then we can scale it to, to the next industries for sure. How did you make the decision to go after those segments specifically and not e-commerce in general? Um, I think it was about uh, all the interviews. Like most of the people selling in Latin America, they are selling clothes like all these fashion stuff right cosmetics and skincare things and um, every time we started like talking with more people about how we solve this um, the first thing is it takes out all of the uh, grocery groceries right because it's like I'm selling through whatsapp I'm selling through my physical store and groceries and restaurants are very different and there are certain solutions for that so we said like okay let's focus on on fashion because Probably uh, from 100 customers right now, probably 90 are selling clothing or, or cosmetics. So as soon as we uh, started doing that, uh, it was better because first thing, 85% of our customers are women. So they are 
probably the best entrepreneurs in Latin America, at least is the, is the, the industry I know right now. And uh, we know how to communicate with them. We understand very well their business. We understand that they have a bunch of variables and different combinations and color and size and these things like that. So the product is really, really uh, solid on those uh, different nomenclatures. But as soon as we have someone selling ice cream or something like that, it's like, okay, it's going to be very complicated. We have one or two customers that they sell these kind of things, but we told them like, hey, our platform is not the best for this kind of product. No, it doesn't matter. I'm here because I heard that you help us with a lot of things, e-commerce and stuff like that. But definitely, we are very focused on that. And the biggest, biggest brands in the world, like Sara and Gucci and all these big, big brands, they have a lot of people behind us, I mean, behind them. And um, it's a big, big industry, like very yep. big industry. And it's so lucrative. So it's very easy for all these fashion um, brands to grow. As soon as they make a market fit, it's very easy for them to grow. We have a lot of customers selling chain clothing and things like that. So it's like, yeah, I have this um, teacher that is, it costs me less than five bucks and I can sell it in 50 bucks. So they are making a lot of money. We can control uh, how they are growing so we can be part of their growing. So that's why we, we chose the, that, that industry for, for at the moment. Interesting. And then how do you see to go from like roughly 100 to roughly 1,000 companies. So how, how do you as a like early stage venture-backed company, how do you plan growth? Okay, right now what we are planning is, the first thing is um, the referral program is right now working very well. We need to improve it, but right now everything is a test every week. So right now it's working, we're going to improve it. Uh, that's like the basic level. The next one is uh, distributors. We have a lot of agencies that we have connected that they are re really, really interested in how to distribute it. So we have right now people interested in Colombia, Paraguay, Ecuador, Venezuela, Guatemala, Honduras, and Mexico. So what we are right now doing is planning what is the best scheme for the partner program. Uh, so people, they can distribute, they can earn more commissions or they can charge on top for the installation, right? For the setup fee. And quick question there, is it basically, just to, to be very tactical, is that then basically like your marketing agency who helps e-commerce stores who would be like a reseller for you? Or how would you, like how specifically would you build that partner channel? Exactly. They are or, or marketing agencies or they are software agencies that they provide WordPress or Shopify or whatever they use. But what the customer is requesting to these guys is like, yeah, I have, I, I would love to have all this connected, but they are not going to develop it customized. It's so expensive. So what they have told us is like, yeah, we have found Bitex, which is so huge for enterprises. Um, we have found Shopify, which is very, very close to their technology. We're trying to find something for a small and medium businesses because I had a meeting last, last week with another agency from Colombia and they told me like, I have like 20. 30 customers per month that I cannot serve because there is no solution for them. So right now that I found you, it's definitely a good uh, time to test how can we distribute your 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 recover. So what we try to do is let's um, let's split the revenue, 30%, 20%, depending on which is the size of the of the customer. The first year, 20, 30% of the revenue is yours. So that's very good for the, the agency. They can charge a self-commission on top of 
uh, everything. And uh, as soon as the first year is, is, is over, we are going to have full percent of the, of the revenue, right? So that's, and they understand, they understand because they do exactly the same with other customers. So it's very easy for them to make more money and help us to distribute, right? So that's the second one that is right now helping us. And the third one is every time we have a customer, they bring one or two software, which is payment gateways and delivery solutions, right? So we're trying to partner with all these delivery solutions. Um, for example, in Mexico, there is 99, uh, 99 Minutos, Skydrops, Mercado Libre, right? All these big companies. And what, what we have heard is all these guys doing delivery or doing payments, they would love to have something like our tool to provide that for free to their customers so they can move all these WhatsApp, Instagram, and uh, the rest of the orders, not manually to their delivery systems, but totally automated. So it's like, how can you buy, I don't know, a thousand licenses with a discount, with an annual discount, or how can we charge per order, a small fee per order to the delivery system so they can have, because what we do is we guarantee efficiency uh, in the daily operation, and we have customers that they have increased from that 10% to 30% sales. So what we tell all these partners is like, if we can help your merchants to increase their amount of money they are doing, it's going to turn into more orders for you so we can make a great partnership here. So we can do that with marketplaces because marketplaces are suffering with their vendors because the vendors, they have a lot of mess in the inventory part. So we are trying to focus, how can we touch this specific um, delivery or payment solution that they have thousands and thousands of merchants that they can uh, provide us and connect us with them and we can help uh, uh, all, all together, right? So that's like the, the third one. And um, there is another one, which is more like the corporate, right? Uh, once the corporate start using your platform, it's like FOMO, right? The rest of the corporate, they want to test. What are they using? Why, why are they uh, selling more? One of the things that is right now happening is corporations, they really want to jump on social commerce, but they don't know how to make it because they have a lot of ERPs, big solutions, thousands and thousands of SKUs. And it's like, how can we make our sellers in WhatsApp know exactly what is the inventory? So they can sell specifically what is available. So they don't know how to solve it. We have the solution. So the other thing is, as soon as we connect these big, big firms, what they have, all these retailers, is probably hundreds of small businesses on their same uh, legal structure. So we can jump on all these hundreds and, and, or thousands of, of uh, retailers that they have the same owner, right? So that's our go-to-market strategy right now. And uh, we are not enough people. We are raising more money right now because um, we are break-even. So we need now money to accelerate the process. So Quickly, how, how much did you raise so far? Uh, we have raised um, 270000 So like a, a pre, like an angel or pre-seed round then, exactly, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And we, yeah. Still, we, still, we still have some angels interested in uh, helping us to raise more and like finish this pre-seed section and try to increase our revenue to um, justify a seed round and go and raise a couple of million of dollars and just increase the amount of people that can help us to distribute this. 
That makes a ton of sense. And then as a last question before we wrap up, what's the, the big vision for the company? Oof. Um, what we really want to do is uh, we want to be the Apple, but on the inventory and the channels. We really want to provide a very good looking, very good user experience platform that turns into the operating system of merchants for the future of commerce. We have interviewed thousands of people, like definitely thousands. I think we are uh, we have interviewed more than a thousand merchants right now, and um, we really want to uh, be in every single point that there is an inventory to be moved. We really want to be there. We really want to provide forecasting with AI. Uh, we really want to provide cross-border, easy uh, managed operations. So if you are selling right now in Spain and you want to open in Mexico or Colombia, Abify is going to be the place where you just want to check. Okay, I'm going to check Mexico. All right, this is the providers. I'm going to just turn this on, provide my credentials for each, and you can start operating in another country as soon as possible. The other thing is we really want to in include in the conversational layer uh, or ChatGPT or our own AI providing uh, the best uh, interaction with the customers. So if the AI knows what is exactly in the inventory in every single uh, location, they can definitely provide answers as soon as possible and save a lot of time to the merchants. Uh, that's another thing. Um, try to find how we can turn Abify into the best data company because at the end of the day is how can we provide you more insights so you can make better decisions. And um, definitely that will help us to provide you, change your price uh, in this interval, depending on the on how many people is requesting that product or offer something like that, but totally automatic. So that's that's how we plan. Um, to be working in the future and improve how we can have this point of sale. We have found like thousands of point of sale, very old, very legacy, running in local host. And they are like, yeah, I, I really need, I need a new solution for this. And, and we know that it is, this is happening in every corner of the world. It's just not Latin America. This is happening everywhere. So we definitely want to uh, be the operating system for merchants for the future of commerce worldwide. I think that were amazing last words here. Pedro, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Nicolas. And if there is another merchant uh, uh, behind the scenes listening to us, please reach out. We really want to interview you. We really want to understand whatever you are right now. Um, we really want to understand what is the culture, the idiosyncrasy behind your merchant, uh, sorry, your business, uh, so we can start operating in your country as soon as possible. So just. Let us know. We, we only need one delivery system, one payment solution, and we are ready to go in your country. So if someone uh, listening to us here uh, want to reach us, please let us know. And we have uh, an interview process that can help us to understand the insights and everything. Perfect. That's the plot. If you like this episode, then you'll love the SaaS Operator, a weekly newsletter brought to you by Early Node with actionable insights from SaaS experts in the industry delivered right to your inbox every Tuesday for free. Visit earlynode.com to subscribe.